He just stopped smoking out of nowhere. Like he was like, I was like, oh, this is the problem. But he always told me, like, I, he said, I when I smoked, I smoked ten a day, and then I'd smoke. Like, uh, if I smoked eleven one day, the next day I would smoke nine. When he goes, one time I wanted to buy this ring. When he was a teenager, in his twenties, I wanted to buy this ring, so I quit smoking for two, three months. Bought the ring, and I started smoking again. So, like, he just like I just I remember these stories always. Like, oh, I love that. I think that's where it's in my brain from. Like, it's like just fucking. Like, I'll tell you. Like, I'm in charge. Yeah. I'm the boss. Yeah, you're like that with a lot of things. It's it's weird. Yeah, your brain controls it. Like, you're, yeah, you're you're you have the power over it. Well, but it's almost like he's having like an argument with his body and his brain. He's like, oh yeah, you think so? You think we're gonna keep doing this? Oh yeah, nah. I, I definitely. I uh, the more nah. nah. My dad would go, nah, Greeks do nap. They put their, they put their, they almost like, like they're cursing you or something. Like they put their hand towards you and they go, nah. And they'll usually go, malaka, which got, means like guy that jerks off. But really, that's what that means? Malaka means jerk off. It means saying oh. you jerk off. Oh, really? Yeah, I, guy that jerks I've off. heard what that. A terrible my... insult. Yeah. But malaka is like used so much, the word in for Greek people. Yeah, yeah. It means it's like, it's not even. It's almost not dirty. Like the Mexicans use cavron, kind of the same sort of thing. It's just like a. I've never heard of that. I've cavron. heard them use uh, pendejo. Pendejo. Have you ever heard that? Uh, yeah, I've I heard it on mo- in movies only though. But with the Mexican guys I work with, I never heard them say that. Yeah. I hear I, they used to call me cuñado. Do you ever hear that one? Cuñado. It means brother-in-law. Oh, that's nice. Kinda. Was it your brother-in-law? No, but does that mean he wants to bang my sister? I guess, or he wants you to bang his. Oh, you ever think of that? Maybe he yeah. wants me to bang. Maybe his it was an invitation. I'd bring my own sister even at this point if I had one. Did was he was his sister there or <laughs> was your sister? You on, there? A, you on a dry spell, Manuel's? What's that? You on a dry spell right now? Ah, just like my standard. My standards are pretty low nowadays. Like I just like it's like you know if I had a sister, she's like ah, you know what? You want to fuck? And I'm like if I was attracted to her, I'd be like yeah, why not? Fucking, she'd probably be dried up by now. <laughs> well, my, in my in my brain, my sister's for some reason twenty years younger. Oh, than me. I always thought it. Was I don't know sister. how. I don't know how, but it's, yeah. this is my fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> it's my fantasy. Well, yeah, you gotta have something. So, like, uh, you gotta have dreams. Yeah, you gotta have dreams. Yeah. Did you um? Did you ever um, um, like when you say your standards got lowered? Is it is it because of not having access to women because of COVID? <laughs> Or is it because you're getting getting? I think I, what I mean by standards, my standards are lower in the sense of like I'm this like not. I don't want to. Um, I I know that if you have sex with a woman, it's not just sex. And even if they say yeah, they're cool, they're down to just fuck. It's like my stand. I just don't. I just the older I get, the less I want to deal with a relationship. Oh, totally get it. Totally. Does that get make it. sense? Oh, hundred percent. I'm a married guy and I get it. I don't yeah. even want to deal with my own marriage. Like yeah. not, not that I have and nothing against my wife. And I'm just saying like, I'm an old man. Yeah. Like where before, if my wife wouldn't fuck me, it would, I would take it super personal. And I would say like, this is a goddamn deal breaker. And now I'm like, yeah, I could live without it. Yeah. Like, like, uh, not that I would want to, but, you know what I mean? Like, it's not as big a deal. Like, I know what I got to put up with to get that. I kind of would just like to walk the world by myself in peace. I would like to <laughs> date. I, yeah, I would like. I would ideally like to date a girl. Like, I'd either like to be a sugar daddy if I was rich. Yeah. Or like just get prost like high 
like I, 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 I call girls. Yeah. Yeah. Escorts. That's the word I was thinking. Oh, escorts. escorts. Oh, you know, or, or just, uh, from Mad Men or date, um, uh, porn star. Oh, yeah. like a yeah. like a high class, like not high class. I don't mean high class. They're all like a like a, they're all high class. No, but the, um, you know, like the the famous ones. You know, like one yeah. of the, like I'd yeah. love to date like like one of those porn one, de- one of the dead ones, like August Ames. Yeah, yeah. but because then I I could be like, all right, she's hot. We're gonna have fun. She's gonna have sex with other dudes, and I'm not gonna. She can't stress me out about shit. Because yeah, yeah. I'm going to be okay with her fucking other. You said it this last time you were on the show too. You, you, this is your, this is what your dream girl is—is is a porn star, right? I not a dream girl, but perfect. It, it would be like a perfect, perfect scenario. Companion. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we can have fun. And I, I'm, I'm not saying, I, you know, I eventually I might fall in love with her, and then I we'll see what happens. Then that might we'll be see the what heart. happens, guys. Yeah, like yeah. then I'll be like maybe I'll get jealous, but. I think I'm uh, old enough and done enough where I like. I think I'd just be like, you know what, fuck it. You know what I mean? You're gonna rattle up with some dudes. Who cares? Yeah, and you're we'll in have, the let's entertainment. Let's just have fun. Business. Yeah, so you get it too, being in the entertainment business. That you know, like it's you can separate. Uh, yeah, work. I obviously get to fuck other dudes too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not, <laughs> she doesn't get that much. Just all the fun. But no, I, I mean, she wouldn't. She's obviously, gonna she make would, a wonderful mother one day too. Yeah, she, she's not gonna care. I, wish, porn, I like porn. I think porn stars are awesome, man. I know you do. Yeah, I know that about you. Yeah, you, you, Manolis, you have good relationships with them. They, I've they, never they, met they, one. I don't know if he's ever. Have you ever met one? But you talk to them. You have a lot of friends. Your friends I have a lot of them I, online, like Twitter. They engage oh, with you. Oh, it's uh, Manolis knows everybody yeah, though. Yeah. What's uh, Elena? Kush, Kushna, Kushka. Yeah, she's a little hottie. I remember you. Yeah, she's. I guess I, I would say I'm somewhat friends with her. Yeah, but she did your met. podcast, didn't she? Yeah, she's cool. Oh, really? Yeah, she did she's, podcast. She's cool. Is she, she, didn't, she didn't go to studio. No, she lives in L.A. or something. She lives in the states. But the, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be. I would. I would date her in a heartbeat and let and not tell her not to be a porn star anymore. You know what I mean? I'd be like, just fucking. It'd be perfect. Yeah, some of them like working. I just don't want to be. I don't want stress, man. I just think that's such a funny thing. Like, oh, I gotta go to work. I want to work today? How's work today? Was it like Kirsch? Kirsch? What are you talking about? Her name, Elena Kush 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 Kushna, I think. Uh, uh, where's my? Glasses? Oh, they didn't like that one at all. I think she's trying to be a porn star. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, 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 she's a uh, porn star. She's she's, she's just fucking a lot of dudes trying to be. <laughs> Industry. I'm trying to find. You want me to see how to spell her name? Oh. I just wanted to see what she looked like, but that. But it's no big uh, deal. I don't uh, want to ruin the flow of the show or anything over it because uh, it's been. Hey, on. you know what? What? Yeah, yeah. Look it up, and maybe while you're doing that, I can do the thing on this show that we'd use to start it, called the theme song. Oh, but I can need a soundboard. How does this thing work? Oh, there we go. Let's do the theme song yeah, thing, okay. and then you can look that up, and we see a porn girl.
Welcome, everybody, to the Dutch Hall. We are back in the pool shed, and we are here for not really the season premiere of season nine. And I say not really because we, my ambitions for this season have been, uh, have been uh, dampered by Doug Ford and all of his lockdown bullshit. Uh, so now uh, we're just sitting here, a group of three. I think this is an allowed gathering right now of a group of three people. Plus, we're doing God's work. Uh, podcasting is God's work. Hey, we're an essential service, as it turns out. But um, so we're going to delay the real uh, premiere and have the next best thing, which is a great constellation. Two great comics have joined us all the way from Hamilton. We have one returning as uh, for a second time on the show. He's the godfather of Hamilton comedy, ladies and gentlemen. Manol Santanos, <laughs> everyone. It's e- Come on. L- Hello. E L E N A. Oh. Wait, hold on. There we go. I wanted to get there. Okay. E L E N A, and then Kush. I like Kush. Hold on, hold on. E L E N A. You guys bring on the porn star before your other guest. Yeah, yeah. This is unbelievable. This is part of Kushka. <laughs> K K O S H O S H K A Kushka. She's Russian. I don't know if she was born. Oh, yeah, there she is. Images. Yeah, she's she's. Oh, she, I yeah, know. She's, I know her. Yeah, she, uh, we all do. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. She's super pretty, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's nice. I've talked to her. I how FaceTime did you meet her? I started, online. She's online. I started. Tw- I started tweeting her, making her laugh. Is that right? I didn't know I could use my humor for that, eh? That's something I've never been able to do because I've been so married with it. Eh? But you've been able to use your comedy for pussy. I, I, I lo- well, I have other ways too. Like I have never had sex with her, but no, but I in, would love to. In real life, though, you've gotten girls with your charm. Yeah, well, I've gotten laid way more from stand up than I have before stand up. Definitely, yeah. Stand up's been good to me in that way. Well, I can't wait to talk about it more with you, Manolas. But first, we'll introduce our next guest. He's also come from Hamilton, Ontario. He's been under the tutelage of Manolas for a number of years. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, he's the uh, Dutch Hall Virgin. Put your hands together for Chris Adiranti. Yeah, that's you. Uh, thank you very much. It's very nice of you. Yeah, great to have you in here, Chris. Thanks, bud. What I wanted to... Uh, well, we'll get through the introductions, but I have one thing I wanted to talk to you about with regard to your appearance on the show. Uh, this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was I was fascinated by you and that. I couldn't stop staring at get you. Get out of here. Yeah. And I have to tell you why. But first, okay. we must introduce the rest of the cast. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, the only person that's come, uh, Kevin Fingers Van Dungeon, is unable to be here. Derek Beaver Van Hooten is on hiatus. And so the only person is a part of the team that has shown up is our good, faithful Robot Dave, everyone. Robot Dave. Thanks a lot, Pete. Okay, uh, Dave, this is going to be tough because i got to do this robot thing with one hand. Okay, so uh, Dave, uh, basically, I don't know if you guys, i got a bit to do with this guy. But first, I forgot, I have to introduce myself. Hey, when I when I say two-time, can you guys say two-time? Because yeah. that's what usually the people uh, that are on my show do. Say no more, baby. So I say two-time, then you just have to say two-time. I got you. Okay. I am the host of this show and two-time. 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 Yeah. President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. 
And, ah, fuck, I suck at this board. There you go. There you go. I don't even need any applause. All right. So, Robot Dave, eh? Like oh. this guy here. Is that him? Yeah, that's him here. He's, uh, you know, I, I this is my office. It's also, so it's, I work here all day long. So this dead-eyed motherfucker will stare at me the whole day long. And he gets to be kind of a pain in my ass, you know? And, uh... I don't know how I'm going to work this. Uh, anyways, this guy, he's a, I forget he's a robot, right? He's a robot, but uh, he also has the sex drive of a human man, a human man, right? And so he gets to be quite insistent talking to me about, like, the shit he's into and stuff. Right. So, and uh, I had to park the vacuum cleaner beside him there just so that... Uh, he could settle down. He, he found her attractive, and now they've been dating for a while, him the vacuum cleaner. Let me see here. Great, great dynamite gal. <laughs> so, uh, We're happy for you, Dave. What, is the mouse still moving? Anyways, yeah, she's a great gal, Dave. You like that vacuum cleaner? Sucks balls. Oh, he's that's probably mouth, He's got like his it. mouth open like he's trying to return the favor to the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Anyways, you know this fucker here, eh? His uh, girlfriend might not be too happy that... Uh, She's uh, uh, that to find out whatever what what else this guy's into. Like he keeps bugging me. He wants to go. First of all, he wants me to put on "It's a Small World After All." Like the ride videos okay. on there. All right, that's his favorite thing to watch altogether. Oh, oh that's oh fantastic! God. Yeah, he loves it. He yeah. loves that. And uh, then he uh, he likes me to to he gets himself all worked up, you know. And then he wants me to take him to a barber shop. And he just, he, he really wants to go to a barber shop, you know? He's yeah. got this whole thing. You want me to tell him uh, what it's all about? You want me to tell your yeah. vacuum cleaner girlfriend? Come on, tell us. Please. <laughs> Wait, this is going worse than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. By no, do you mean yes? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let me see. Uh, I mean, to like get into it. Yeah, I do. Why don't you get into it? Tell me about your little sick fantasy you have. Okay. Honestly, what I do is I sit down in the barber chair, put some lubricant in there, pay the guy twenty six bucks. Hey, that's a, that's what you do, eh? Yeah, that's uh, great. <laughs> sick man, Dave. Yeah, he's a sick fucker. It's like a school bus boner. <laughs> in your nutsack, man. All right, that's it for the robot, Dave. Now, robot Dave has said that. Uh, uh, all right, he says that he's uh, he's 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 sick of me telling him he doesn't uh, work on the show enough. And for this particular show, he did write a series of jokes to show that he has contributed. He's working for the show, so I hope uh, they're good, Dave. And thank you very much for uh, helping out there. Thanks a lot, Pete. Okay. So, um, we got these two comics in. He's never seen that at Robot, eh? He's refused to come in. This, he knows something's up, but he won't. His kids have all seen it. Right. The, the real Dave. His kids all know it exists. And Is all. this not the real Dave? Is there another Dave? There's a real person that's based off of. Right. He's my best that, friend, Dave. This is not a person? No, he's a robot. That's oh. why he fucks vacuum cleaners. Of course. Yes. Wait, your friend Dave or this Dave? 
Oh, I'm not sure. That's a good question. It right. might be both. You don't know anyone one. else who fucks vacuum cleaners? You don't know any flesh and bones that fuck vacuum cleaners? No, I've known some guys that fuck vacuum cleaners. Right. I think we all have uh, <laughs> known that. I think we've all kind of like uh, helped their mom with housework and yeah. uh, fiddled around with the She's head like, of that Chris, thing the, when the, we were about 14. The, va- the bathroom <laughs> doesn't need vacuuming. Certainly not for 15 minutes. <laughs> just in there. Well, with all, my lap is very vacuumed, Mom. <laughs> Look at these pants. They're spotless. Anyways. Except for all the jizz on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the irony. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, uh, before we, uh, um, during the inter- introductions there, we were talking about all, about, uh, all the, uh, women that you got from stand up. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they pay me. Yeah. You know, like when they don't have money for the show, they just, give, they give me women. Yeah, but there is something eh, about Manolis's, uh moves. They're effortless, eh? Like he does them without, like, do you find, or do you see it? Because you know him better than me. I don't know if I do. I'm learning something new every day. But you're very comfortable with women where I am not. You know, I was, that's what I would admire about you. You don't uh, seem to struggle. Like Man- I, Manolis um, is not, uh, if I can interject, he's not like one of those guys who will like, like pounce on a chick or like, he's kind of like, yeah, I can take it or leave it. And then those ones, I think, like, like him. I think that's what I find anyways. Uh, well, well, and you're, you know, he's genuinely like a good person, a nice guy. He's not an asshole. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes girls like assholes, sometimes they don't. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I'm a... I'm- I'm I'm definitely better when I'm outside of Hamilton too, where they know that the the here's the here's the here's the rub here's what where the the genius lies. <laughs> it's this simple. If you're on the road and they know that you're just passing through, they know they don't have time to dance. So if they want to get laid too, they just got to they got to just do it. Right. But if they if you're like if you're in Hamilton and they live in Hamilton and they live in Hamilton. It changes things, right? You know, they're like the, but if like you're in Calgary, she she knows like I have two days. I got I'm gonna fuck this guy if they want to fuck you. Yeah, gonna fuck you, and that's and then and here's the thing though, but yeah, yeah, obviously you go for it, but you just have fun. Just have have a fun night, have fun, get to know them, like be in like be into it. You know, yeah, you know, just don't don't be like uh, make him feel special. Well. No. Yeah, in a way, I guess. Yeah, make them feel special because they are. Yeah, well, wouldn't it be special though? It would be for me. Like at any time, a girl would like, uh, uh, like, uh, lay down naked and let me put myself inside of her orifices. You know, sure. that would be a special day in my life. Sure. Yeah. Like any orifice. Yeah, I'd take them all, whichever. No, I'm not picky. I think it's fantastic. They're just. So, I would be so appreciative. It just keeps thanking them. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, man. <laughs> One, one time I told a girl I loved, like in the middle of sex, I just because uh, I thought it'd be, I thought it would be funny. I'm like, I love you. Like, just <laughs> said it right to her. Like, and I, oh, and wow. I, but you meant it at the time. I too, meant right? it at the time, but like, I, and she was like, it was cool, but it was like, there's that little line of like, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you saying to me right Crazy now? Man. Oh, it's not for real. It's just my cock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just temporary. Was cock. that there's, like a one night stand or girl you just met? That was a one night stand girl I just met. <laughs> I've had a lot of, I've had a handful of one night stands, but like they're, 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 what's awesome about them, they were like fucking top, top notch, like really hot chicks. Like I was so stoked that it was like, you know, like I had some one night stands where like, I can't believe I'm fucking this chick, you know? Yeah, I've said that too, but it's like the other way. <laughs> 
Like not oh, in a good camp. way. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like a camp like this chick. Oh, in the bad way. I thought you meant you, you can't believe she was fucking you. Well, that too. I'm sure. There's, I'm sure we both could have done better. Many literally, times. not. I was thinking about this. I've been thinking about this a lot. There's literally nothing better on this planet. Like the women drive me crazy in a way. There's nothing better than women. No, there's nothing better. Well, nothing like drives a man to murder and like. Lie, cheat, and steal, and do all kinds of other shit. Like nothing else does that besides pussy. Yeah, but like money you cheat for in this snap, but nothing like pussy. Yeah. Nothing. There's nothing in this world that makes you do crazy. If women shit did exist and ab- abandon your morals and your values like fucking pussy. I would. I probably stop doing stand up. I would probably stop going to the gym. I would. I would. I'd probably just turn into a round ball of fat. Without the motivation of women. If there were no women, if women didn't exist, I would totally give. I would like give up yeah yeah there's like I, women are like the best thing in the world man it's, well you this know is, this is me trying because there's women yeah yeah well you know why i look like a douchebag and why i uh tell us pete a douche <laughs> i don't want to i want to look like a fucking rock star i don't want to look like a like a normal vanilla white bread dude but my wife likes me like that, and she's the one that bangs me. Right. So I'm going to do whatever she says. Like, I really don't care. You call me pussy whipped or whatever. Yeah. I got one source, and I have to do what she says, or I got nothing. Yeah, you, can't bite the only hand, you can't bite the only hand that's going to feed you. That's right. Yeah. But she likes you. She likes me. And, like, I, I don't care. I just, when I go to get my hair cut, I just tell the lady to ask her what to she do, likes, and then I'll do like it. Don I don't Draper. Care. <laughs> we've been watching we've been watching Mad Men yeah. I introduced him to Mad Men me and Crystal I don't know if you know this we actually uh, were roommates really? Yeah, yeah, we live together we yeah, live together no I didn't know that yeah, so he he uh, I said you gotta watch Mad Men he has like you know it's like everybody has that show he's like yeah and watch that and yeah, so yeah. he started watching it and uh, I'm gonna let him take it from here but this, I love this show so much more now just because of Chris because you have your perspective on it? I guess I don't it's a. I think Manol's the show makes me mad. Like it's. It literally. I think that's why they call it Mad Men. Like I just get angry watching it because like there's the one dude in there, the Don Draper, and he's like the main guy, and everyone loves him, and he's like cool and shit. But he's got like this rocket wife who's like a twelve out of ten, and she just like dotes on him hand and foot. Anything he wants, anything, whatever, right? And he just fucking, he's out there banging other broads every night, lying to her, cheating on her. Yeah. He's just the biggest piece of shit. Yeah, and everything works out for him. He just gets hotter broads and hotter broads, and even when his wife finds out, like she doesn't care. It's just like hey, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like I just, I just and he, drives me he's nuts. He's literally yelling at the TV. He's yeah. losing. He's yeah, like, well, she, you know what? She doesn't deserve that. Betsy Draper doesn't deserve that. Yeah, you, you know she who else? Better. You know who else didn't deserve that? Yeah. Every single woman who was a woman in the seventies. Like, yeah, but <laughs> do you know Betsy Draper? Is that the girl from Community? No, she, that's uh, Trudy. She plays Trudy in the show, uh, the girl from Community. She's great, but no, J- her name's January Jones. Hey, January. Oh, January uh, Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know uh, who that is. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. so she plays Don Draper's wife. Yeah, she's a rocket. Yeah, but I think she's, I'm only, see, I'm only in third season. I think she's starting to get it together. I think she's starting to be like, hmm. Yeah, she's going her own little escapades, but. It, he's uh, fucking losing it, dude. I, I, it's but not a fun you, show. Do you remember the real life stuff like that, though? Like, did you, were you in the, ever in the workplace to see that? With I remember smoking in buildings and like. Oh, so, we mean smoking? What well, are you like, talking about? Well, I don't know. Uh, like, or just uh, like the 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 um like the roles, like the the gender roles for like women versus men, and like how that kind of stuff. Yeah, like when I started working at the banks, like um, 
like there was a whole bunch of those guys and they would like uh they would uh fuck their secretary oh yeah there's so much of that like a guy like senior manager guys who would just go around and just have a different secretary in each port that he he would bang when he was doing his tours or whatever and uh you'd see it it was i was totally grossed out by it i was like you like because my generation like that generation they were the first ones that women entered the workforce and they were like what is this is crazy we're all going to just want to fuck all day long right? right and they're like that's crazy we're here to work you know? i i definitely <laughs> no, but they get fucked and they're, they long. they they went in there with that mentality and these women are like i need, i want to work but these guys are like why no we're gonna try to fuck you all dick. day long we're gonna try to fuck you all day long and then uh like eventually uh um like those were our moms they were trying to fuck, you know? Right. My generation was, oh, th- th- that was their our mom. So when I entered the workforce, I was like, stop trying to fuck my mom, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, uh, it didn't seem right to me. Yeah, it's a good point. I actually. definitely didn't, I wasn't definitely part of that oh, yeah, time. Yeah. But I, I can see how that, it's weird because I, 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 don't, I don't even feel comfortable. I, I, I feel like it has to have to be natural, like when I. I don't even have. I don't have Tinder. I have nothing. I don't have no dating apps. I just. Oh yeah, you don't. No. Yeah, he, he, he vicariously through me. He always asks me or like he knows if I'm talking to someone on like Tinder, or Bumble. But I never even thought of that. Yeah, you don't even have one of those. No, I used to, and I was just spending too much time. And then, I, I'm not a man uh, that likes. I'm not a person that likes texting at all. I don't like. I can't, I'm not a good at. I'm not a fast texter. I don't like. I'm, I'm not a good speller. I'd rather just have a conversation with a person. You know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So like fuck, uh, this is like so I, even if I do match a girl, and I'm like ah fuck, yeah. now I gotta fucking talk to this chick, yeah. but not because like oh, I gotta talk to her broad. I don't mean like that. Now I gotta start Typing using my notes. thumb and fucking. Yeah. So I I don't know what do you like? What do you? I'm like I'm like I just I don't I don't I don't I'm not dying for pussy that much. Yeah, like but- I am, but I'm not. I just rather I just rather get things on my own my own terms. Like you know like fuck it like i'll just if i meet a girl and we click and we have a conversation you know yeah, yeah. i agree well some yeah, of I think, us are dying for pussy i well, think I, well some of us are dying for pussies so. yeah well yeah but respect. you're also fat you can read and write and type and <laughs> spell i do hate that though like what you said like all the texting and bullshit like the formalities that go on from the get-go if i had it's a personal because I'd rather, well i'd we rather yeah. meet someone in person where it's like spontaneous and like there's something actually that you like you know what I mean? Where you have yeah. like a mutual attraction or like there's there's some kind of connection or something where you notice each other or talk to each other or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas in, uh, over the internet, it's like fucking- We were watching- It's like you're literally shopping and you're just like, we were, I don't like this. No, no, no. What's it's the so, hottest- it's so, It reduces people down to such what a What is the thing. hottest thing in the world? We were talking about this the other day. We're watching- Sorry, you're going to say Wait, something. Don't sorry. You know, what was that movie- uh, a hundred ways to die, or something. Oh, a million ways to die, die in the West. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. But remember, what's the that beautiful actress's name? That Charlize Theron. She's yes. like the love interest. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. So there's this couple times where he says something really. The guy, what's his name? Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Seth. Yeah. He ma- he makes the, they're funny jokes, but she like you. They almost look like they were. She wasn't even acting like she was belly laughing and they're like. Something so that's what a fucking turn. If you meet a chick and you're you're clicking, but you're making her laugh, and she's into it, that's yeah. the fucking best. Oh, yeah. Well, especially yeah, I just, think as comics too. It's yeah, like yeah, if you make better. a girl laugh when you're alone, it's not because you're on stage and you're like 
the person on there. You know what I mean? If you're making them laugh, like you're right. It's like the best. It's thing the ever. best thing in the world. The quality I find hottest in a woman is the fact that they like me. Yeah, yeah. 100%. it really is. Like that's like I, all of a sudden, ugly girl get, gets hot if she, if I find out she thinks I'm good looking. <laughs> it's or so something. true, man. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you. Well, that, you see it all the time with like, well, not all the time, I guess, but like you see it with like, it doesn't take much for a girl to get a guy. Because they're like, oh, you like me? Okay, let's try this. There's <laughs> yeah. the other way around. You're a guy chasing a girl. It's oh, yeah. like, what are your qualifications? Or you know what I mean? You have to. I forget what that's very... like, man. I wish I could chase a girl. Oh no, you don't. Well, no, like I it's... like that's that. I don't want to get her. No, I know what you mean. The chase, the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, I don't ever want to get her. I, I Just got do my... some of that. Go meet your wife at a bar one time or something. I know what she looks like. Throw <laughs> <laughs> on you a just, mask. You just go I try like to pick wife. someone else up. I like my wife. No, of course you do. And but well, you like your wife. That's very good. No, but I'm I mean sure like she'd be uh, thrilled to hear you say that. No, but I mean like I, she's she's like uh, we've been together for thirty. Uh, 31, 32 years. Really? Holy. Yeah. Holy shit. When did you guys meet in like grade two? Like, what do you mean? We were 16 and I'm 48. Your first date was in the sandbox? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's so. Did you bang her when she was 16? 17. 17? Nice. I shouldn't say that. On That's pretty hot. Yeah. Do you still yeah. think about that day? Does when your dad <laughs> listen to this? <laughs> My dad or her dad? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Sometimes. But not this Hello, far. sir. He would have already bailed by this. <laughs> he would not, already. There's a zero percent chance, I think. Maybe her brother, but anyways, I shouldn't have said that on there. But uh, the but but yeah, we were young, and I always say like um, I've banged women like every age from 17 to 48, but they've all been the same girl, right? But I'll but tell you, right. they've all been great. Like I haven't had an age yet that I found where it's been happening, and like I've been thirty-two years, and like when I am in the thralls of passion, I'm like super happy to be there. It's like uh, a great time. Like it's uh, I'm enjoying every aspect of it. Like she's still like super hot to me, right? You know? Which That's I, important. Obviously. She's hot to me. I've yeah. seen your wife. She's a hot chick. Yeah, well, I haven't like, seen her yet. Yeah, she's hot, dude. Like I mean, like she's uh. What, what what's her secret? Just like she's blessed with like good One, genes, or a she's, wonderful does, husband? Does she, or does she like eat, eat well and exercise and all that? Like, yeah, she looks good. really she looks really young too. Yeah, she works. Uh, she works a lot. Uh, like works works a lot, and then she works out and she eats good. Yeah, yeah. she's you big luck, on what we eat. You lucked out, dude. She, yeah, she's yeah. so she obviously cares what she looks like. Yeah, and she was she was lucky to be born uh, pretty too. <laughs> I, I think she was lucky to be born oh. uh, pretty. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Hungarians also have a thing that they do where they go nah, like oh yeah, yeah, really. But it's like uh, uh, it's an old Hungarian joke. Is that they go what? How does what? What's Hungarian foreplay? And it's nah, <laughs> and like, like elbowing, Elbow. and that's just because it's like a it's like a nudge the get people to get moving kind of word but or like just like like they've had enough of talking to you like just keep, nah. move on yeah, yeah. Nah. yeah. enough all right yeah, we're done. like we're done here yeah yeah that's good let's just fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke uh you're italian right i am yeah there's that's this is an all the italian and greek joke okay all right all this right. is a street joke right i right. love it already okay so there's an italian and a greek that are sitting around and uh, they're arguing over who's better, the Italians or the Greeks, right? And uh, the Greeks going, uh, 
it's easy. The Greeks are the best, you know. We invented everything. You know, we invented uh, politics and science, and we invented uh, mathematics. We even invented sex. And the Italian says, yeah, but we invented it with a woman. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> that's an old That's, that's a street joke? I mean, you don't know, think that's an old street joke? Yeah. yeah. I've do never you, heard it, though. Do you have a living room joke? Oh, a living room joke? Do you have a kitchen joke? I don't know. I that. That. It's you called street joke. On the street. Do you have a boulevard joke? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a do crescent ever... joke? <laughs> I like to write street jokes again, like just write, like, oh, those but like from scratch, bro. like a, a from scratch street joke. I My favorite, it's not a street joke, but it kind of is. It's like, but that the Norm MacDonald joke about the pig with a wooden leg. Do you know that one? No, I don't. Oh, even buddy. Think I, I Can don't I tell it? I don't. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I tell this joke like. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. It's it's tell my it. it's my favorite Norm joke, but uh, so it's like um, he, this is Norm telling it. He's like, yeah. So I uh, I was back home and my I went back to see my parents. My neighbor's a pig farmer, so he says, Norm, you got to come over and see my pigs. So I went over, saw his new pigs, and uh, this little pig ran up to us. It had one wooden leg. I said, "Wow, Pierre, that's uh, that's, the, that's the pig farmer's name there, Pierre." And I said, yeah. uh, "I said, uh, Pierre, what's with this uh, this pig with a wooden leg here?" And he says, uh, "That's a very special pig." He goes, "This pig uh, saved my life. One time there was a fire in the house. This pig broke out of the pig pen, ran up to the house, knocked his nose on the window until uh, he broke the glass, woke us up, and he saved my wife and my son and my life. We ran out. He saved our life." I said, "Wow, that's amazing." He says, yeah, another time uh, he was wandering around and uh, on the property, he saw my son down in the well. So he came and got us and brought us back to the well and we saved his life. I said, well, that's amazing. I go, but but you never explained uh, about the wooden leg. Why does he have a wooden leg? And he looks at me and he says, ah, Norm, a pig that's special, you can't eat all at once. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's a good joke. I yeah. love that one. He's the best. Best, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got one more uh, Greek and Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I love it. Or one more Greek and Italian. Yeah, I like these kind of jokes because when I was a kid, like my dad, like because we have a lot of uh, European immigrants around here, you know, and like all the farmers from Europe when they, they like, so they had like the Belgians and the Dutch and the Hungarians and the uh, Portuguese, you know, and so all the different uh, people that came from from different places or whatever. And so they're all in my grade school class, you know. My dad always asked when I asked my friend over, what's his last name? And then he would proceed to make the according the jokes joke. for that Grace. culture or whatever it was. Yeah. I love it. And then normally when him and his buddies would get together, they would be one, there'd be a Belgian or a Portuguese or something in the mix. And you'd hear those jokes as a kid. You'd hear like them like busting each other's balls, you know, and it's mostly based on wherever their parents immigrated from, right? And then, uh, so as a kid, that's the stuff I heard. And it was, they're always hilarious jokes. Like I thought, you know, cause everyone was laughing and I thought it was funny. And then now my kids tell me it's racist, but <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's funny. Like, that's I was, how you know it's good. Yeah. Like, I mean, if to me, like if my buddy's house smelled different, like, how do you not make fun of that? Of course, man. <laughs> like, my how come when I have a glass of water at your house, it tastes like fish, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me, you know? The dishwasher doesn't right. work in full capacity, probably. It gets mixed up with all the fishy water with the dishes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in that house. Sometimes. But that's funny <laughs> you say, like, the smell of the house. I think that's people's, like, uh, unique smells to the houses are so funny. Yeah, yeah. Be, It's funny, like, if I go to my parents' house after a while and I'm like, holy fuck, this house smells like fucking pasta or, like, yeah. garlic. You know what I mean? But I don't notice it. 
Yeah, my my in laws house smells like cabbage rolls. How about Indian food? Love it. Love to eat it. Yeah, but remember when you? No, but yeah, when I was a uh, teenager, you'd be in a building. You're like, oh, that smells horrible. And then now you get older, you're like, God, yeah, what the fuck's cooking? I'm so hungry now. It was because it was so foreign to us as kids, I think, because. And then now it's so weird, and we yeah we weren't as open minded when you're a kid to try new things. And then we probably never ate the food, so we couldn't even associate the smell with the taste. And now when we smell it, we're like, oh, I know what that is. It's tandoori chicken. It's delicious. You know, yeah. Yeah. we've ate it. So maybe that's what it is. I think, but I don't know. I don't it, know. Like, I hate to say it, but like I remember when I was younger, I used to think Indian food or like curry smelled almost like bo. I think it's just because, like, for some reason, maybe it's a lot of onions or whatever, and the smell of onions kind of reminded me of that. Or maybe it's just the way I smell. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? When I smell bad. But that's what it reminded me of. And then I got older and started tasting it, like you said. And then it was like, oh, that smells amazing. Were your parents old school Italians? Uh, well, like, like where, would you make your own prosciutto oh, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, like yeah. that and, like, our own, yeah, and, like, and our own sauce. Like, my mom came here. You grew up boat. that way, too, right? My dad made everything. Yeah, right. My dad did most of the cooking. My mom did a little bit of cooking, but my dad was like, he could have he could have cooked for an army. This is a wild story. Not wild, but I love the story about Manolis's dad. But he has like they have this tree in the front yard of the house. Yeah, and uh, it's native to like basically Greece. I think oh that's where it's from, right? It's, I guess so. It's fe- I think it's called fika or something. Okay, like whatever. That. It's this tree that yields like this fruit. They look like uh, almost pears or something, right? There's yeah. weird fruit. I don't know what the fuck. They like were. A, almost a and giant then, lemon. Yeah, and then there was like one day. Or like one weekend, it was like everyone, all the Greeks in the area, like smelt the fucking air or the dirt. I don't know, but like they all congregate to to the house, and they pick the fruit off Manolis' dad's tree. Yeah, yeah. I guess they used to do this every year, probably, right? Yeah, for years. So my dad, they come by. His dad passed away this year, so they come by and. They're all just picking. They're walking away with bushels of it. I'm like, what's going on? And some of these guys will come back. They make this thing. It's like almost like a jam, but it's like this preserve where they they boil this fruit down. There's yeah. tons of sugar. They add, keep adding sugar and keep boiling it down, keep boiling it down, keep boiling it down, and then put it in jars. And it's like this jam of like the special fruit. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's the most delicious thing ever. Yeah, yeah. It's unreal. So we put it like so all these people will come back and because they're like thankful for Manola's letting them take the fruit. They'll they, give them the Yeah, they give them jars of this shit. Oh, cool. That was amazing. Yeah. And then I, I let Chris try it and I put it on ice cream one day and he and him and my buddy Mike Senior like lost their shit how good it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's like a, that... crack, dude. Like I ate the shit out of it. And like I bug Manola's I'm like, You got any more of that? He's it's... like, No, you have to wait till next year. I'm like, Here it What? Is. Here it is. Next I found year? It. Can't wait a year for that. So you can buy these in Fortinos, right? So my dad planted three trees on the house. Yeah, yeah. Because he just wanted it's uh no wait yeah it's Quince Q U I N C E Quince. That's what it's called. Q Q U I N C E. I wish you could have brought some pee, but I ate it all. The Quincy. Yeah, there it is. That's, there it. Is. that's so. My dad has three trees on his property that grows those. But like these trees, you look at them and you think, "There's how many can they? This one little tree have? Like, there's yeah. probably like three hundred or two hundred on one tree. Really? Yeah. But the and for when you go to fourteen, I've seen them at fourteen. Those are about a dollar fifty to two bucks per for one of them. For one of them. So like when these Greek people come around, like all like his friends, different friends. They, they 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 just take a couple bags each, but like so like I was like so dreading it, dude, because my dad is dead, and I'm like ah fuck the trees almost. I I knew it was ready to, 
I knew they're just going to come. Yeah, like, you yeah. don't. They don't care. My like crows. No, I know, yeah, they don't yeah. care. They're like, like I know your dad's dead, but he like I come every year. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Your dad wouldn't want to go to waste anyways. No, no. So they knock, and I'd say, yeah, just t- I take as many as you want. I take. I tell each each person, go nuts, go nuts, and yeah. But it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, they they cleaned it all. Like they yeah, got. Yeah, well, it all. then if you got to think of it like that, if they're they're probably taking some of them like fifty to a hundred of them. That's your that's like three hundred bucks sometimes, or like they're taking oh, more. You know what so I mean? much. There's a lot one. of money. I was like, yeah. you're you probably, that little tree paid for themselves. I'm sure of it. Oh my the god! Shit that he every year, man. I, I if I ever sell that house. That's what I think is going to be hilarious. <laughs> the oh, yeah, Greeks yeah. going to that new family's house that they yeah. have no clue about? Yeah. That's hilarious, bro. Yeah, yeah. that would be funny. That yeah. would be funny. Just like, like some new white family or whatever that what? have no clue. There's all Come these- from Toronto trying to take advantage of the Hamilton market. Next thing you know, they got a fucking bunch of Malacas on the front yard. <laughs> you fucking these Quincy's. I yeah. love it. I have to fucking go. And there's the thing. Some of these people are old. They're like my dad's friends, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, I'd say, yeah, yeah, help yourself. I, I can't. Uh, can you help? So then I'm, I have to get a ladder and I have to go to the ones on the top. So I'm picking the fucking tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yeah. for these these old people that can't even get the, it's just, just fuck. Yeah, but they still want that's the thing. That's why they're still alive in their nine in their nineties probably is because they are still picking going to get the fruit yeah, to make that's the, true. They, they still have that have purpose. You know? for, exactly purpose. Yeah, yeah. Another thing I want to say funny uh with Manolas and old people is uh his mom's in a home now, right? This place in Hamilton. It's a nice place. Willow Grove. Willow's Grove. Willow Grove. Willow Grove. Willow's Grove. Sorry. Ooh, shout out to Willow Grove. And uh, so he brought me there one time to see his to like see his mom, right? Because like I know his mom. We talk. She likes talking to me. We have convos. And uh, so he brings like, come by. All right, yeah, okay. It's by Christmas. So we go, and it was so funny fucking walking through the halls to like go see his mom because we had to go like through down a hall, upstairs, elevator, fucking down another hall, right? Every 10 feet we're walking by, it was like I was like a freshman in high school and he was like a senior. We're walking through the hall. He's like John Travolta and like fucking Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> All the old ladies that are there, they're like, hi, Manolis. And they're like, stop. He's like, hey, Susan. Tracy, how you doing? <laughs> Bernadette. Like he knows them yeah. all by yeah. name. Like they're talking to them all the whole way to his mom's room. It was the funniest fucking thing i ever seen. <laughs> there's Lois. There's Margaret. There's... Um... <laughs> Jackie, uh, there's who else are you? What was that? What was their name? Uh, Margaret, there's Margaret, Phyllis, there's a Phyllis, Phyllis. of course, there is. I know, so I know almost all. I try, I want to know everybody's name. I am horrible with names too, but I know almost all these ladies' names, yeah, almost yeah, all. Like you are bad with names, and somehow you have all of these, like. Fucking in um, the chamber. Ready I, to go. I'm like every day. Hey Sarah. Hi. I'm like hey Jackie. Hi. Hey like hey Lois. Yeah. And uh, Lois. they fuck. They fucking dude. They're because they're all old as fuck too, right? And they the, the one girl was like, "What about me?" She was like facing the other <laughs> way, we were walking by. She's like, "What about me?" He's like, "I'm sorry, Sarah, or whatever the fuck yeah, his name like, was." Like, I forget you. Come on. <laughs> but I'll talk to them too. I I fucking well, they're great. They have old people have lots of good stories. Um, if you can get and tell just once, yeah. But but uh, it's uh, but they have lots of cool stuff to say. That's that's what's interesting about it. And also, I like talking to old ladies because I'm like I'm like uh, like a boy toy to them. You know? Sure, yeah. So at a, you know I don't know when I, when you're pushing and uh, you know. they're, and they're and they're and they're bored, man. They're bored as fuck. You know they. It's actually so, a good place to probably meet chicks. If you don't yeah. mind them older. Yeah, yeah. Is it a nursing home or a retirement home? It's a nursing home. Oh yeah, 
But I don't like. I, I be, they won't get away as easy. Yeah, right. They're all in wheel. They're <laughs> definitely all in wheelchairs. But yeah, they're they're nice. They just I know it really makes. It's just one. It's just a little change to their day. Yeah. Of the same thing happening every day. Yeah. When my kids were young, I brought them to uh, fashion shows or something that my my sister did uh, like uh, activities coordination for that stuff. Right. So. Because my kid, when my kids were like little cute kids, you know, you bring them to the old folks' home, and the old folks get to, um, you know, get riled up because they get to see cute kids or whatever. Sometimes they bring them dogs and stuff too. Uh, it's, it's a thing. it's a real thing, man. It's like yeah. it, it really helps old people. Yeah, so I brought my kids for like a like a fashion show to make them get them all excited. It was nice. That's nice. Yeah, that's oh, only about my only experience, and then my. Uh, fourth floor at the hospital my grandma was there for a long time and sometimes there was like i ended up knowing the roommates better than my grand my grandma didn't talk so the roommates talked so i would always get to know the roommates you know when they had no legs oh and, boy uh, yeah she was she was a talker though I mean. <laughs> diabetes i'm guessing what, what she lacked in legs she made up for in lips yeah i don't know what happened to her legs i i, I just always assume it's diabetes isn't it a yeah, lot of times she's it is. skinny though Wow. Yeah, but you can be skinny and have diabetes. Like Jason well, yeah, Allen. You can get like, yeah, it's true. Or like type 2 diabetes. Well, type 2 diabetes, I think you're more fat. Because yeah, you, type you, 1. Ta- type 2, you bring it on yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it's like I mean, you, you worked it. for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type 2, you can fix by changing your lifestyle. Yeah. That means you you, you know, you can you shouldn't have it. Can you really call it a lifestyle, though, at that point if you're eating carrots all the time? Right. <laughs> have you ever done it? Carrots? No. No. It's not for you? Carrots? Uh, put a little. Actually, we put carrots in the in the pasta sauce. That's where we put them. Too. Yeah, you grate them up, and then you don't see them. Yeah, yeah, I hear That's you, right. buddy. Instead of sugar. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know, what I like to do with my gravy instead of using flour. What? I just take the. That's what I started doing. You know, you know, you take. Uh, I think it's called um, a vich, a vichyssoire or something. I don't know what it is, but it's the carrots. You take three carrots, two celery, one onion, right? That's okay. that's a base for any uh, anything, right? Sure. This is what the French do. Three, two, one. Three carrots, two celery, one onion. Interesting. And then uh, so you chop those up. That's your savory base, right? And then uh, <laughs> you throw in like a bay leaf or two. You know, well, no big deal. Some for gar- luck. Your, uh, <laughs> for luck. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, some garlic. And then um, anyways, we roast whatever you roast. And then afterwards, you want to make the gravy, you know, instead of, like, taking the vegetables out or whatever, straining them, yep. I just, like, take one of those, like, uh, wand things that, like, makes soup or whatever. Yeah, like, like the blender type Blender things? wands, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just blend it all up, the vegetables. For sure. And now Yeah, it makes it, like, thicken it up a little now bit. Now it's just, like, thick gravy. Instead of take, flour. Yeah, instead of no flour, yeah. I like that idea. I can't eat it. And it's delicious. That's cool about the three, two, one thing, like in French uh, culinary. I never heard yeah, that. Yeah. But it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So what is it? Three carrots, two celery, one onion. Yeah. I like it. Always ends up being a good ratio and it tastes great. Smart. And Wait, you're like, what is that? And you're like, that's what that is. That's what you say it was called. It was called something weird. It's called like. Uh, but what is it for? For anything, you make soup or anything, any kind of like mostly like soup, I guess, yeah, or stew, stock, shit like that. Like if you're gonna do like a stew or a, stew or like a prime uh, rib, anything. Yeah, like a roast or roast, yeah. or like if you braise something or anything like that, where you mm-hmm. want a savory flavor, that's their ba- your base would be those those three. Anyway, uh, vir, v, v, it's like it starts with a V, 
I'll look it up. I don't know. Anyways, no, it doesn't matter. Now I'm hungry, man. Yeah. <laughs> that one was like a game changer, though, because uh, you don't have to do nothing but grind it up, and then everyone loved it, you know, because it was already thick and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. I love it. I like, uh, I've always liked cooking um, because I was, when I was in a, uh, at the bank, I, I had no creative outlet except for cooking because that, that was the only thing you could do that would let you, you know, show any sort of like uh, imagination. Or, when did you, when you stop working at the bank? How long ago? <clears throat> uh, 2013. Sorry. Okay. So nine years ago now? <laughs> when did you start doing comedy? Uh, eight years ago. So after the bank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What happened was uh, I uh, I quit, and then I uh, uh, bought this. Uh, we had a I had to like I bought this building and I had to like renovate it and then move uh, my wife's business into it. And uh, so I was like, I'll just uh, do that, and then I'll go back. And then when I stopped to do that little renovation project. It was my first time being away from banking for 15 years, and uh, I lost like 20 pounds right away. I wasn't. Loved in, it. I wasn't in chronic pain. I was like, I just felt free for the first time, and I was like, I can't go back. I, You're I, doing home renovations, and you weren't in chronic pain. You felt wait, better. Yeah, I was stress? literally like jack hammering, yeah. hammering out cement. So what made you lose all the weight? Uh, it was the just stress. stress. Immediately, the stress went away, and I lost 20 pounds of a stress weight just immediately. Yeah. It's from jackhammering. Yeah, well, that was even like, I, 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 like it was amazing how like how much of a difference it made in my life because it was like fifteen years of like waking up in the morning saying like I fucking hate this, I shouldn't be doing this, and like to the point where I'm getting sick in the shower and stuff like that, saying like I just don't oh, want to do this. Been there, but you just do it because you have to, and then you just keep doing it. But you're like you're there the whole day in the back of your mind, it's just constantly just telling you like. This is wrong. Get the hell out of here. There's so many people in that position right now. Like, and it's because they're, they need the money to, you know, maybe they have a wife and kid and a mortgage. Yeah. What are you supposed to just quit your job? It's not that easy. But like people are working shitty jobs all over the world and it's fucking horrible. No, I know. And then that's my number one thing. When people talk to me after the shows, after a comedy show, um, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about like, how they hate their job and they're really envious of us that they, that we can do what we do and I'm like bro I still have a job I still fucking slug it out too though but yeah. obviously yeah but yeah it. you grind it you know you yeah, go, yeah. you go that you do that and well like, that makes it necessary to do comedy sometimes like I couldn't do comedy if I didn't have a fucking job I could dude I was like yeah. I used to when I was a lifeguard I would like work during the say the day and then I get in my car drive to Toronto do a spot drive all the way back go to sleep yeah. Wake up and do it again, like work all day again, and like I would do that sometimes three days in a row. Like you're doing spot, like you just grind it, and then some. If you're lucky, you might get to a point where you can like not have to work and just do stand up, but you or do other things. And but it's hard, man. It's like that's a long, it's a long road. That there's a lot of successful comedians, especially in Canada, that have jobs for sure. Yeah, I mean. I work I work harder now than I did when I had a job for sure. Really? Like not even close. I work so much harder now than I ever than I ever did when I had a job. On creative outlets, you mean? Or Well, on my just trying to make shit work without a job. Like you have so I decided I'd take one job and replace it with like 10 jobs that made a little bit each. 
you know, like, and so I just make a little bit from each of these little places and it equals the one job that I used to have. But because it's all self-directed, you get in, you get back what you put in, right? Yeah. So, so, and then comedy and everything creative that you do, you're, there's this period of time of probably like 10 years or an indefinite, maybe forever, where you're, the amount you're putting in is far greater than the amount you're getting back. And return on investment. We call and, that ROI. Yeah. And you're not, and comedy is like not, doesn't, use that equation you know like it's not about that if no, you're doing yeah. that i don't think you're doing it for the right reasons you know like it it'll happen like it could happen it could happen and and what will happen will but you don't know how it's gonna happen and yeah even if you, you have know, a plan and you're focused and you're trying to do like it's not gonna happen like the way you think. two rocks yeah. ever yeah, it's just the difference, and Canada is just so it's so much different than like yeah. Just, yeah, Go ahead. you ever think about leaving? Sorry. Yeah, I think about leaving. May I mean maybe like uh, if my if you know if I don't have if my mom one day like my mom I I visit my mom every day. Yeah, yeah. Like and I you ever, yeah yeah no, I'm in the same boat. I have I uh, can't my, my parents and my parents kids. like I'm Greek man. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like my like I like my the idea of if my if i left like fucking canada and i was like in new york and she just all she could do is just talk to me on the phone once a day she'd be devastated you know what i mean her sadness would destroy me and i just I'm gonna you know it just sucks like uh we're like you know like most i don't know european we were talking about this in chris but europeans i guess in general probably may, maybe the, just maybe most kids are just raised with guilt yeah, you know, like, like I'm like we're in that boat. I'm in that boat too. Like we're we're uh, Dutch Hungarian. Uh, either way, it's uh, uh, Catholic guilt, and it's it'd be it's, great to be like a sociopath or whatever you call those things, where they like, just have no emotion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I think about psychopath. that too. <laughs> it'd be great to be a psychopath. But it's not like give up. Right. Just I could just say say fuck you to my whole family and just leave. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's. I feel terrible about thinking that sometimes, but I do because like it's hard. Like you're trying to get your own shit together, and then you got a family to think about. Then now you got to take care of your parents on top of that. And then, yeah. I rather I rather my mom not be lonely than me being, yeah. a, say a famous. Yeah, well, I mean, but who wouldn't say that? Well, yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be able to forgive my. I don't know. I think there are people that would say that, though. Oh, I think yeah, we for know sure. people. There's, there's lots, dude. There's tons of people that are like, I don't know. I I think about this too. Like, yeah, we're, we're lucky that we have families that haven't pushed us away or made us feel like we're, you know, not welcome or what. You know, I see people that they don't have a relationship with their family, and I just don't get it. You know, I'm lucky. I just. I, I, my family's very important to me. Like my cousins are like, like my, like I have 29 cousins that we're all like super tight. Like, right. Like that's, really that's tight. Rare. That's great. And, uh, so like the, the, it's like a family's really important to us, you know? Like, uh, so like we don't, get, when we see somebody that doesn't have a, uh, like a, a relationship with their family, it's like, we, I just feel sad for them all the time. But maybe they're free, you know. Like maybe that's the. Maybe they are. Maybe they, I don't know. Maybe they're. I I I wouldn't say I'm happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. But but, I, but but I would definitely. 
think everyone, everyone's a- everyone everyone fucking wants what they don't have. So like if you're if you're saddled with this where you feel like you have to be there for someone and you're longing for the freedom of something else, but then there's the other side where those people you may think they're free, but they're longing for that connection probably. That's you know? right. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I think everyone's like that. You're always when, want what you don't what you when don't my, have. Yeah. Well, I tell you, man. When when I when I watched my dad die and my heart was shattered. You know, yeah. and I, I think and I see a guy like that doesn't have a dad, and I'm like, I'm almost jealous that he doesn't have to go through that pain. Yeah, but it's one of those that that that's like one like I in the last uh, little bit since I've uh, gotten uh, help from a therapist that, and I've done a lot of philosophy work, like looking, and I got cancer, so I'm, I do a lot of stuff about death. I look at, I think about existential it. type shit. Yeah, yeah. I was that way even before I had it. Like I, I just kind of went down a rabbit hole of that sort of stuff. And my under, my belief is that like there's balance in the universe, and that that you can't have anything of good without something bad to balance it out. So you can't like. You can't uh, feel bad like you felt when your dad passed away unless you loved him like you did. Right. right. You know, it's like almost uh, like the price you pay for getting such a good relationship. Yeah, you got what you got, uh, and that's kind of like what you got to pay. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a really kind of profound thing, honestly. Like the, the in terms of balance, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like, like a, it's like you can't feel love without heartache, you know. Like you can't do it. Like you can't feel happiness without. It's like when yeah, because there's no uh, like. It's the other side of the coin. Yeah, well, there's no basis for comparison. Yeah, relativity, right? Yeah, if you're orgasming all the time, (laughs) you wouldn't even appreciate an orgasm. That's right. Because it would feel like normal. It's like I always remember thinking, like when your heart's broken from a chick, and then when that day comes where you're not, you realize you're not broken anymore. Your heart's not broken. You're not missing her, and you're like. You there's a different kind of you almost like there's a different kind of sadness is like because uh, like a, a day before at least you did still care yeah. and now you don't care about anything yeah, yeah. you know what I mean not yeah. like the nor like you still care about your family but like there's like like the broken heart is still like like love yeah you still had this love that existed yeah and now this love now I'm like ah I don't really care if she like I don't I'm over it you're over it. yeah you're over it's it gone. but you're like but that love is gone. Yeah, and that itself is is almost sadder. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it's like if you go to tell jokes and someone in the audience hates you enough to stand on the chair and say, "I hate you," you know, mm-hmm. you you evoked emotion from that person. You know, that's way better than if they just were like looking at their phone. Right. You know, they're yeah. paying attention to your act. They were engaged with it. They felt something by your words. They hated you, but isn't that better than if they were just could care less and they were indifferent to your act? You know, like it's the same sort of thing. It's like if no one cares, it, it's not unpleasant. But if you can make people care, then you know people are gonna. Some people are gonna hate it. Some people are gonna love it. But at least they're feeling something. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the way I look at it. I don't want people. I don't care if a person. Like to me, if uh, if a person's upset with a joke, uh, I'm almost as happy as if they're not upset, but like if I get a, like a uh, a shock response or a um, 
even if it is kind of like a, a it's, it's a, not a, as good as a laugh, but at least it's something. It's like at least they're listening, and at least I'm hitting them somewhere. It's there's something there. It's a spark. They feel. If I can it. find, it if I can find a way to like get the right people on board or tweak it a little bit so that it becomes there's no way for it to be anything else but funny. Like, or if you can't deny the funny in that, yeah, yeah. But at least you know there's something there. There's some other spark, some more thing to work with. Because they call comedy like we we try to argue as comedians, at least our association that represent us. They try to uh, say we're an art so we can qualify for money from the government and stuff like that. But, like, that's what an art's supposed to do. A great, great art is supposed to evoke emotion, right? Yep. Yeah. So, like, I know we're supposed to evoke laughter. laughter. See, but, yeah, I do kind of think about that, though, a lot. But if I, ma- if I was to make you, like, sad for a piece of, the, of my set, am I a shittier comic? Yes, you're Hannah Gadsby. Damn it. Yeah, sorry, dude. You can't ever you. work it in good. You can't. What? You can, but you know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's I know what I, you that's, mean, that's, yeah. and I hate to say it, but that's the first person I think of when I think about that. And I'm like, yeah, well, you still well, maybe jokes. I'm onto something. Maybe you're right, but you can, I find you can always find funny in that. And sometimes it's e- not easier, but if you're, if you're taking them down a path of like, I'm going down this existential road or like with a bunch of meaning yeah, and then yeah. you can fucking bring funny out, like undeniably funny. It's great because it's such like a misdirection too. Yeah. I, I, I think in order to do that, you gotta like, you gotta like dumb it down to the lowest common denominator. Like you have to make sure that you're not saying anything smarter than the, anyone in your audience because you'll lose them because the subject matter is too heady, you know. Yeah. So you gotta like almost talk about it like you're. Uh, well, John Mellencamp, I heard him in an interview in the from the '80s. Actually, he's like, when I make my songs, I don't make I don't want to make them too fucking uh, fancy. When like the way I play the guitar, I want it to be like anybody can just pick up their guitar and play one of my songs. That, like if they're just hanging out at a fucking at a fire. Yeah, yeah. I want that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. I want my I want it to be simple. Yeah. Um. Mark Twain says. Um. He said, "Like my, uh, the great writer. Yeah, he still says it. <laughs> the uh, the great writers are like fine wine. Um, I'm like water. He goes, everybody drinks water. You know what I mean." I yeah. think that's how I want to be. That's like cool. that's how I want my jokes to be too. Like I mean, I don't th- I don't care to be like the most profound guy, but I would like it if you're at work the next day telling your buddy my joke. You know, right? Because and in order to do that, you got to make it simple and yeah, easy to remember and a smart uh, in the language they would speak. I think a smart comedian will know how to make a joke simple or like like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Because like a smart, if you're trying to make it all wordy or. Yeah, I agree. And I that's, just, why, that's why street jokes are the best. They're so simple and basic. It's like, hey, uh, I was watching a video about songwriting with my daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, they said in the, for, to make your songs better. And I think the kid worked for jokes the same way. They said, go look at all your jokes and underline or songs. They said, but l- go through all your jokes, underline the verbs, the adjects, the adverbs, and the adjectives. Well, the, the verbs, verbs, verbs first. Because the verbs are the verbs in action, right? Yeah, yeah, verbs the action word, and those are the power uh, power word of the English language. So, like, uh, if like the example they gave was like, you can either walk the girl walked into the room or the girl slithered into the room. You know, mm-hmm. just by changing that one word, you're like changing the whole connotation of it. And you gave her, you can see her now move in. It wasn't just the uh, what oh, she to was make doing. the song more. Like to be more descriptive, like in songwriting or in joke writing, you want to like have word um, word efficiency. You know, like you don't want to like waste words. You know, if you can get to the joke quicker, it'll be better usually. 
I mean, the Norm Macdonald's moth joke would be like a, an exception to the rule, you know. Yeah, but in a way, he wasn't. He was still back to that. Like he would, he had no wasted words in my. Like he did, but he didn't. Like he didn't waste words. He didn't either. waste words, but he knew how to. He knew how to pull a joke. He stretch yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. In a way where it's like, where's this? Like, but when it came to the important things, there were no wasted words. Like set up. He's probably he's probably one. In, he's probably in the top ten of like he's probably one of the best. Yeah, he I might be so. in the top five. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, like he's. Every like he seems like he's just talking out of his ass, but he's like everything, every word counts with that guy. I talk yeah, yeah. when I have a joke and I get it down. Eventually, I have to do it to that point, but I'm still just kind of like I just kind of figured it out on on stage. And but he's like, I think he's very. This is the word meticulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he, he's almost like he reminds me of Mace Mace Galoni in a way. Mace is like we all know Mace. Yeah, Mace writes. He he writes a joke where like he probably writes it down and he says it exactly the way he writes it. You know, it's every word. Yeah, These yeah. guys do it in a way where every word is accounted for. Just it's a natural way yeah, of doing yeah. it. Yeah, I think with Norm too, when he would do that kind of stuff, it was like not just about eliminating words and making them all count, but he did it like when he like when you talk about how he'd stretch out a joke or whatever and find like he did it to amuse himself. I think a lot of times. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like when he'd go on like the View and they were expecting something different. And he would turn it into what he like his. Oh, yeah. Their show became always, his show for that segment. Yeah. It's like he always you know? won. Yeah, he always, he always won. Exactly, he always won. He, always won. Yeah. <laughs> he was. You can't you can't beat a person that doesn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. He just didn't yeah. give a fuck. Where do you shit, hit him, man? You can't hit him where it hurts. He was. Yeah. I would say for sure, fearless, man. Yeah, fearless. Fearless. I mean, like they told him to stop making jokes of OJ. Yeah, like, like that's nah, true, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. They told him they're like, yeah. if you don't, because like I think it was. Lauren Michaels' buddy friend, yeah. was like friends with OJ. Oh no, uh, it was uh, the not Lauren Michaels, but uh, 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 someone in, in NBC, yeah, 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 Dick Eversall or yeah. someone like that. Yeah, and the word came down, and I was yeah. like, word came no, down. I'll just get fired instead." So you just, just you know, you making better jokes. Tell a fucking comedian to not do something. What are you yeah. fucking psycho? That's a, that's t- daring them to do it. Yeah, you just like you like. I always blows my mind. People like will have an issue with a well, fucking what's his name. Uh, he just, they didn't work on to let him do Massey Hall. What's that guy's name? Oh, Andrew, uh, Andrew Schultz. Schultz. yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, Massey Hall didn't want him because they thought he was too something, whatever. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm like, what are you guys, fucking psychos? Psychos. Psychos. Like, you listen, Massey Hall, you, if you truly hated him, you just let him do your fucking haul and, and let him move on. All yeah. you did was make him bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't just they do this with everyone that cancel. Yeah, yeah you don't. Like, oh, you obviously don't hate him. You what's must love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Everyone's like, oh, what's the big fuss about? Yeah, what's, what's the big fuss, guy? Yeah. Like, what he is the big fuss? Yeah. Like, it's like he's he's just a dude telling jokes. What's I know the big it's the deal? best thing that can happen. Honestly, like, uh, I would, I, I have nothing you could cancel. Like, you can't cancel me. I have nothing to lose. Like, I already did it to myself i canceled myself you know yeah like so you can't massey hall but give like me a all you're break. gonna do if you cancel if you are if i said something that you didn't like and you cancel me all you could possibly do is uh is gave me an audience you yeah know? Like, yeah more interest in me yeah have people you seen, don't have know you, who i am have you seen louis new special sorry i've seen some of it buddy it's sadly, good what i've seen i loved yeah. it i thought it was so funny have you seen the whole special is it? It's really good, yeah. dude. I should. Did I ever tell you I shook his hand? No. 
No. After a jerk or before? After the jerk. Whoa. Oh. After the scandal. In a hotel or? No, it was. Uh, he was walking. It was at Niagara Falls uh, Yuck Yucks. He was Which, doing the shows. Oh, yeah. I remember when he did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we went. And I just put. He was like walking right. Back. I put my hand out to see if, if he'd shake it. Like the Pope. Yeah. And he shook my hand. And I'll tell you something. His hand was so fucking soft. Really? Yeah. It was the softest hand I've ever felt in my hand, life. And I was like. I had this moment of clarity. I'm like, this is why he jerks off. Yeah, I would too. Oh, yeah, like his soft hand. hand like that. Yeah, he's like, this hand probably feels better than a vagina. Yeah, you, right. you should you should ask him if if he I, if he could try his hand. I would like, yeah, I would. I'd rather. If this he's explains like, a lot. Yeah, I would say if I was in a hotel <laughs> with him and yeah. he's like, can you can you watch me jerk off? And I'd be like, as long as I can go second, as as can go yeah, with yeah. your hand because I felt hand. it. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, a nice hand soft hand like that. Dude, it was the softest hand. It was like I felt like I was like blessed by God. Like when he shook my hand, like this, this hand's beautiful. Yeah. How's that hand so soft? Yeah, when I, I jerk I, off, it's like um, uh, like uh, with sand. I got, yeah, I have sand, my hands are sandpaper, dude. Yeah, it's not good. Your hands are like sandpaper. I tried jerking off with your hands once. Oh, when I was sleeping. Uh, yeah. 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 He, it's Louis, so funny. Louis, Louis in the top five for sure. Yeah, what? He's in the top five for sure. I, I, I put a towel in my top five because um, he's my favorite, all-time favorite. Yeah, a lot of people like a towel. He's very funny. A towel? Yeah. I met a towel. I talked to towel one time, and he was like super nice. Thank God he was super nice to me. Oh, me too. I, I met him one time in Buffalo. Uh, I was having like a huge panic attack too. And because uh, you were talking to him, be, uh, I think it had something to do with it. Yeah, because like I didn't want to meet him really because I liked him so much. You know what I yeah, mean? Like if you don't meet, meet him, he's a dick. Yeah, they then, say don't meet your heroes, right? Yeah, but Sometimes. he was just, he was so nice to the comics that were performing with him, like the guys opening and stuff. And then and afterwards, he came out to the bar area to talk to the people that came to watch the show. Oh and, shit. And I uh, just went up to him and said, "You're on my Rushmore or something like that." And he was like, "Ah, oh, man, you just made my night." He was like, "Super kind and that's nice, super you know? cool." When I was, you got something? No, no, no. Go ahead. When I was at the comedy store and I saw him show up one time, that I talked to him afterwards. That's when I talked to him. Yeah, I kind of chased him a bit because I, I, he was f- swamped with, with but like. Not pe- com- all the comedians. When it's like you like you think Jesus showed up, yeah. Like every comedian that a, a comedy store comedian was like, you know, just con- couldn't stop talking to him. Like wanted a, everybody wanted a moment with him. And then, but then I saw him a second time. I was with Ari at the fucking cellar upstairs, and he showed up. And that that time it was like, what's cool about him? This is why it's cool because he knows like everybody up. I was hanging with Ari, but everybody around that area where all the comics are hanging, they're all like basically famous comedians and yeah. they all know each other and i'm there knowing like i'm who the fuck's this dude right i'm not i'm yeah. not, you know i'm not in the loop yeah yeah so but i'm with those guys Attell looks around gives everybody like hey, hey, hey but he sees me i look at him he looks at me but he gives me gives me the nod it's like hey dude like he knew i was a, obviously a comedian yeah but he just gave me that he gave me a little he gave me a little nod and then he, that was it i didn't bother him i was like fuck it you know what i mean but i was yeah. like he was just fucking He's just a fucking dude, man. Well, cool everybody, everybody really is, eh? Like, that's when it comes right down to it. But, yeah, he's, I think, the purest kind of, like, he doesn't care either. Like, he just wants to make his jokes as good as they can. He just wants to do his thing. I don't think he's interested in, like, being rich and famous. You, you remind me when you tell about your story where you tell about due to the Laugh Factory, the Jamie dude. What, which? Masada? Oh, you want me to tell that story? <laughs> I think you should. It's funny. <laughs> 
So, um, I was at the when I was at I was this is years ago. I was at uh, I was filming an independent movie like in L.A. Mm-hmm. So I was there for like two or three weeks. And I was every night. I was just going to the uh, Laugh Factory or the Comedy Store with friends of mine, and I was going with this uh, a friend of mine at the time, uh, Jason Rouse. Yeah, he was. Uh, we'd go in. We'd, I just go in with him, and then eventually, like the door guys, and they're all like, "Oh, you're comedians. Okay, yeah, like you just go in for free all the time, right?" Mm-hmm. But James Masada, you know who that yeah, is, yeah. right? Yeah. So he owns the Laugh Factory, and uh, I see him every day. I know who he is. I know what he looks like. I know what his story is, but he doesn't know me. I'm nothing to him, right? Yeah. So I every day, every night, I'd see him like I just I'd see him like, hey, dude, like I don't try to talk to him because mm-hmm. like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. I know what you know. He knows if I try to talk to him, it's like, yeah, you're just trying to talk to me. You want to get in here and blah blah blah. I just figure, but fuck you. I, I want to say hi. I want to say hi. So every day, I'd say, hey, dude. It's like probably a week goes by. <laughs> And he like eventually he's like, who the fuck is this guy? He's saying, hey dude, say hey dude, keep saying hi to me like every fucking day. And he knows he's realized I'm friends with Jason at the time. And he goes, hey, he yells at my friend. He goes, what the fuck's with your friend? What the fuck's with that guy? Why is he saying hi to me every day? Who the fuck every day? Hey dude, hey dude, who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> he gets mad about saying hello. Yeah, like because I'm not like spending the time maybe kissing his ass or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares, right? Yeah. But he goes, uh, my friend. He goes, he goes. Oh no, 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 sorry, my friend. He's like, he's a little. He's not all there. He got in a bike accident. He's got some brain problems. <laughs> And that's why he's like that. He goes, oh, really? He's like, yeah. I guess he, and he believed them for whatever reason. I didn't know this happened. <laughs> like, I didn't hear the story till later. Because that next day, I see him, and I just same old thing. I go, hey, dude. And he goes, hey, dude. <laughs> to me. And I can't believe he's actually, he's talking to me, right? I'm like, yeah. but he has his hands on my shoulders, too. And he's like, hey, dude. How are you? And I'm like, holy shit. He's talking. I go, I'm go, I go, I'm great. I'm great. I go, how are you? How are you? It's like, I'm good. I'm like, that's amazing. It's so nice to talk to you. It's so nice to talk to you. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'll talk to you later. It's like, okay, I'll talk to you later. And I left, but I didn't put it together. I thought he was just talking weird to me because he's like, I know he's like, I don't think his English was his first language. Yeah, he's got an accent. He's got an accent. So I thought he was just trying to talk to me slower because, but he thought it was fucking. That Russ eventually told you? He told me like, yeah, later. He never never told him. He just told you. Oh, yeah. So Jamie Masada still thinks I have a brain injury. Yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, I got booked. What? (laughs) Did he ever book the, the, the. Maybe it will get you booked there. Is what I mean. I the funny thing is like he, I don't think he even knows that. Then I think uh, after I think it was after that. I think it was after that. Yeah, I did. I opened up for Russell at the comedy or the Laugh Factory one time. You should but, go back there and just keep doing the same thing to him again. Just hey, keep dude. Going back and he'd be like, "Hey, dude. Hey, dude." After a while, he's gonna be like, "That mother." Hey, Russell, you got that that. Uh, Bike accident guy to open for you? That's yeah. Cool. That's he has so nice no idea. He would never remember me now, but yeah. Yeah, it's so fun. I, I, I get a fucking. I, so many stupid things happen to me in my life like that all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, like, I think it's, I think you're on the, you have the secret, which is, uh, like, everyone's the same, you know, and then don't treat anyone different. Like, you don't get it excited about anybody you don't get you don't you don't be mean to anybody you yeah, just I, like everyone's the same i said this to someone else the other night like he'll treat 
whoever, someone even he's opening for, like, you know, whether it's like, like, you know, Ron, who your buddies with still just all, or like, even if it's Russell, but like, he'll treat him the same as if like someone like, yo, he drove some kid home from an open mic in Niagara Falls the other night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but you're right. But what you're saying is right. Yeah, the difference like, between Russell Peters and Pete Van Dyke is the same. Same. No, there's yeah. no difference to to Manolis. It's and how you that, treat him, and then the the and then everyone just <laughs> treats you the same way in return. You know, I yeah. find that even yeah, that's true too. No one's an people. asshole to you, eh? Like no, like, uh, I mean, but, sometimes if they don't know you, but no one who knows you is an asshole to you. No, no. <laughs> you're not putting them above you when and no. they're not, and then they're they don't put. You but, below yeah. them, you know. Like, I already treat open micers like shit. It's one of my favorite things about being a cop. Uh, I, <laughs> I, 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 I wish I could too, though. Like some no, people, you some just want to tell them bro. to stop now. Like, oh man! Please stop. Oh, for open micers for sure. Yeah. But I'm talking about even other like older comics who are like treat oh. younger people like. Shit. I always say I this: like if people, yeah, there's a lot of shitty, the shitty comedians, the shit, the assholes I stay away from because I always say like if someone says like, I'm an old nice guy, if you're saying that and that means you're probably like we're probably some type of friends. I'm only friends with nice people. Right, right. So if you if you saying if you're saying I'm a nice guy, you're basically saying you're a nice guy. Oh, because I don't like which assholes. I am. Right, right, right. Like you I don't, I won't. There's a lot of people that I don't talk to. There's a lot of people I stay away from. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I I stay away from people purposefully. Like if I know they're 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 causing they're into more trouble than than I like to be in or whatever. Yeah. I just like avoid it. I don't like cause an issue with it. I just like Did okay. You, uh, or if I get fucked over by a guy, like if I book a guy for a show, uh, and then they no show on me, I'm not gonna like try to fight the guy or make a big stink about it. I'm just not gonna book him anymore. Again. Right. You know, let's just, move on. Let's move on. It's not worth it. I gotta, I'm gonna throw a little bit of drama in there. I'm All gonna right, take throw it. some juicy gossip in there. But I saw a video the other night. I'm gonna throw the guy's name right out there because whatever. But you, you remember that Neil Griffin? Remember that? Yeah. Too? Yeah. So. He he was doing the show at I guess like Galley Pump like a couple years ago and he fucking I guess his old lady was there and he smacked her in the back of the head some weird shit went on but uh, he made a video the other night like calling his girlfriend out and calling other people out around like just nuts treating people like shit you know what I mean and then like he would run around and even and then ask people like I remember him asking me like did you unfriend me on Facebook I'm like yeah of course you're nuts yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to be friends with you. Yeah, I don't know. can you imagine that 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 you get upset that somebody unfriends you? Like, who gives a flying fuck? You yeah, know, like, well, especially like, it's funny because like he'd ask, he'd be like, "Why?" He'd be like, "Because you smacked your chick around." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's easy. Yeah, didn't Jason punch that guy? <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> uh, I think it was. I think it was self defense though. It was deserved. It was like the guy was coming after him, but yeah, what a lovely self defense to have though, eh? If you yeah. can have a self defense, I where... think we've all been dreaming about that self defense. Yeah, for a it's long a nice time. one to have. Yeah. Jason's not afraid to drop him though. I, I've seen him do it a couple of times. Oh yeah. One time I didn't see him, but I was on stage. We were at seven six five in London, and someone makes a rape joke that fairly recently. No, this is when we when I was starting out. Me and Jason oh, okay. uh, started out in London bef- before they came to Hamilton. Be- Hamilton, like we were all in London, and then. Right. But uh, so this was like six years ago or something like that, and uh, we're at seven six five, and there was. Uh, Someone made a rape joke. I don't even think it was Jason. It was like uh, Peter Reed or someone like that. Like London Comics, we didn't have a pro like Manolas. So we just uh, you learn as you figured go. it out on our, on the fly. And if you're playing a bunch of seedy places that with a bunch of like 
degenerate drunks. Of course. They're, and you can get away with dark humor. And you'd notice a lot of London comics for a period of time would leave London and and like horrify audiences because they they thought that's what comedy was that you could just go like as dark as you possibly could with no like sensitivity at all. Right. Anyways, that's very common for London. They tend to go a bit dark because it's because they don't have any guidance. They're not going anywhere. They don't have a pro. They don't have a, a like ways to like m- like aim for anything. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. Uh, a uh, guy told a rape joke. A uh, guy in the audience was raped in prison or something. Cool. He was raped in jail. Okay. So this was a trigger of some sort to him. So then somehow the argument caught about, um, you know, you should never tell a rape joke. And uh, if it's fun, you should be able to tell you'd any think, joke. You'd think getting raped in jail would be worse than hearing about a rape joke. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? You think like after you you've been raped in jail, like, you, there's no words that like, hurt me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. like if you yeah. say something, like, you shouldn't call it a rape joke. Then, if you say joke, it means it's funny. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't call it a rape joke. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, they it, it got real heated real fast, and then they went outside on the street to throw Jason uh, and someone. Jason and this dude, and nice. it, and then uh, every all the comics and and the audience went out, but I was on stage. Yo, so you know what? You know what that reminded me? One of the best fights I've ever seen in comedy for sure. But. Um, it was at fucking the Pick and Shovel in Cambridge. Yeah, I love that place. What a Classic. hole. And it was when I was, <laughs> what a hole. It was yeah. such a hole, bro. And I was starting out there. It was in like my first few months of comedy. And there was a dude, Dylan Scott. I don't know yeah, if you remember yeah. that. So Dylan Scott was there. And uh, at the bar, there was like a dude that was, um, I think he was homeless because he didn't have anywhere to go. And like he was, people were helping him out buying him beers or whatever, right? Whatever. But he didn't have anywhere to go. And this one dude that was there, a patron, just started making fun of this guy. And we're all like, fuck, what the fuck? Like, that's rude. Like, this guy's been nothing but sitting here. He's been watching the show. He's been fine. What the fuck's your problem, right? And, like, whatever. And uh, the guy just kept harping on him, calling him names, calling him a bum and shit. So Dylan, like, called the guy outside. And Dylan waited for the guy to do something to him. He just kept whatever. Oh, I remember this. The guy did something. And I've never seen anyone... Like, the guy's teeth hit the ground, and he was, like, standing in the air for a couple seconds trying to find his feet, and then he just face-planted. Oh. I've never seen a more deserved punch-out in my life, though, than this guy. Oh, yeah. It was the best thing. His buddy came over, tried to fight, and we were just, like, we just punched. So, is this the drunk or Dylan? Which one? Dylan knocked out the drunk. Dylan punched the drunk. Uh, punched the drunk. The drunk yeah. was making fun Dylan, of this homeless Dylan? dude in the bar. I'm sure Dylan you know. was, like, uh, he was from Brantford, and he... He had like, a, like long, stringy, greasy hair, yeah. kind of, yeah, and like right. a, I would know him to see him. Dark sense of humor, yeah. Very dark. See him. What? What was the end of your story? What was Dylan in my story for? No, Jason. Did Jason fight the guy? Yeah, he fought him on the street, and I didn't get to see it because I, I was, I had to stay telling my stupid joke. Oh man! But everyone else got to see it. Yeah, and uh, it's tough to compete with a fight. When you're telling. Yeah, and, and it, yeah, he doesn't like. He doesn't seem aggressive, Jason. You know, like yeah. he he's a hothead when he like if he if he gets pissed off. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's got a quick a quick he's fuse. A, he's a quick fuse. Yeah, and he's yeah. Not, like, there's guys like that. You're on it. They're unassuming. You don't think of them because they're not causing trouble all the time. Yeah. But then if you if they're the ones that you really got to watch out for because you're not even going to suspect them, and then you're going to be in a fight with them. Right. Yeah, well, just don't be an like, asshole. Just shoot everyone nicely. Oh, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, you, know, and you won't get punched right. out. And yeah. You won't get punched out by comics. Thank you, Chris. You're right. Eh, You're saying, right. You won't get punched out by comics with long hair. I'm, I'm always amazed how many people are out there. Always seems to like like to try to cause some sort of trouble. Like, yeah, 
for like for and like a lot of times it's like why are you even doing this? Yeah, I've never like a lot of a lot because of they're it's angry just, about something else in their life. I, obviously, but like why 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 fuck with a stranger? Yeah, I know. I don't know. It stranger. makes it makes no sense to me. When I was young, it was like. It was all the time. You had to deal with people trying to fight you. Really? Yeah. yeah like growing up here? was worse for sure. Yeah, around here, especially like letter. It's like letter cutting. No shit. Here. Yeah, like, a, like yeah, you'd go out to like a bush party or something like that, and you'd know that there's going to be fights there, and then the tough guys would go there to fight, and then uh, they'd match up, and you'd you'd see a couple good bouts between the tough guy from Waterford versus the tough guy from Delhi or whatever, you know? It's almost like Fight Club. But they didn't really yeah. have anything against each other or just, like, here to brawl? Well, like, uh, no, most of the time they had something against Settling each other. Most of the time it was just to show you're tougher than the other guy. Like, I used to have my – I used to run around with this guy like uh, that was, like, 6'8", and um, – he was like a big basketball player guy, right? And uh, everywhere time we would go out to a bar around here, like especially if we weren't known there, uh, every fucking big lug nut in the place would want to fight as soon as he walked in because he's a big, giant guy. Right. So they would just want to show that they're tougher than him. And then it became – he'd have to go in right away and say, guys – this is your place and you're tougher than me. And you know, wow. like you're not have to, you, you don't have to worry about me. And then they'd leave us alone usually, but sometimes we get drinking and our mouths would get moving. Sure. And then we get in trouble, but, but that's, <laughs> would get moving. Yeah. That's this quote I heard. It was like, uh, the, a man's mouse is, is the most common cause for his broken nose or whatever. <laughs> that's like funny. That. That's so funny. Yeah. I was like, that is true. <laughs> Because, yeah, normally when I get punched in the face, I deserve it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know what I just did. So yeah, I'm usually just like, yeah, that was about right. The one time I got really beat up, though, I didn't deserve it at all. Oh, I, I deserved to get beat up like 100 times up until the point I got beat up. And that one was just a surprise. And that was a misunderstanding. But they kicked the shit out of me. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Multiple people? Yeah, it was a whole fucking flock of oh. Lebanese guys. Oh, God. And they damn. just uh, they just beat the living bejesus out of me. Uh, right, right before my wedding, it was like two weeks before my wedding. Did they think you were someone else? I feel like this is a mis. Did yeah. they know you? No, I was in London and uh, I was drinking. And uh, did you did your mouth do this? You mean, or what are you saying? Well, kind of like someone had stole my jacket, and then uh, my friend stole me a girl's red jacket to wear home. It was freezing rain, and I'm wearing this little red jacket, like look like uh, Chris Farley, you know, like in that was funny. Fat man, little coat, yeah. And then, uh, so my friend goes to these kids that are in the parking lot and they're like, Hey, what do you think of my buddy's jacket? And they go, I think he looks like little red riding hood. And then I just take the jacket off and throw it to the ground. Say, I'm not wearing this thing. It's too small. You know, like I was just, I'm not wearing this thing. I threw it down. So that guy took it like, fuck you. Like those fighting words kind of thing. So as I threw the jacket down, he grabbed my sweater. I just got it for Christmas too, like for my cousin and then, uh, rips it and then punches me in the in the nose, you know, like one kind of fell swoop, grabs my shirt and then right. punches me and my nose just like blows up. Oh, and then I'm walking with my friends. And I'm like, what happened? You know, kind of like, don't really know what happened. They go, I just punched in the face. And I noticed I'm like bleeding and stuff. And then I go like running back to the, he's getting like congratulated by his friends for like a job well done. So I just go like blind rage over top has all his friends just crack him in the Did face. Did you get him a good one? Yeah, I got nice. him a good one. Good. But it's freezing rain, so as soon as I, 
I lost my footing so immediately. Slipped, yeah. And then those guys just kicked the living shit out of me. Yeah. I kind of feel like it might have still been worth it that you got to go back and give them that good crack. Yeah, it, it, it that was all right. But the and then actually, my friends eventually came and got them off me. And then the, once they got them off me, they were like, "Run!" So like, I just like ran to get out of there. And then the cops came back, and then put, and uh, I'm at my friend's house, going like, "Where are they?" And they're not coming back. So then I go back. My face is still like, just looks like a fucking hamburger. You go back again? I went back to see like, where my friends were, and oh. they, were, they were getting loaded in a cop car. And uh, I was like, "What the fuck?" You know? And uh, they see me coming up all mess, and the cops are like, "Is this your friend?" And they're like, "Yeah, that's him. That's what we're telling you." Because when they got there. My friends called the cops because they were beating me up. But when uh, the cops came, they saw the kid that I hit. Uh, he didn't look that good. Right. And then uh, they didn't see me. And so then they just assumed that my friends were the ones that beat them up because they were saying. So like, wait, did the cops let your friends go or did they still yeah, take Yeah, they let my friends go and then they. Uh... When you said loaded in the back of a cop car, I thought they were taking shots in the back of the cop car. I thought they were drinking. Oh, no, no. <laughs> they're, they're getting loaded. No, they're, they're getting to- loaded up. Yeah, they were putting them in the back there because they thought the kid, the the other kids were saying, "No, we called you," and they're like, "No, we called you," and it was one of those things. Oh wow! And then they believed the non-bloody ones, right? So once they saw me, they're like, "Okay, your story checks out. You can go." Makes sense because I was bloody. They're happy you now. They didn't have to do a report. Yeah, I didn't care as long as I got out of there. But yeah, it was goddamn Lebanese. They were there was just so many of them, <laughs> like mosquitoes. Yeah, there was <laughs> just so many. Yeah, it was a it was a humiliating night, but yeah, that was my first fight. What I realized is that it didn't hurt that bad to get really beat up, and I thought if I knew this when I was younger, I would have been fighting a lot more fights. I would have been in fights all the time. I was thank God I never found out till then. <laughs> when you're old enough to not still be like, oh, I was just about to get married to and I don't need to fight anymore. I'm like a grown up now. Yeah, and then the only fights I've gotten into since have been with my brother. And they've surprised me, too. Because the last fight I got in with my brother, I was like 45. You know, Jesus. I'm like, Jesus Christ, are we still fighting? Like, Jesus. we're grown-ups here. Right. But he came charging at me. I had no choice. Right. Sometimes but, <laughs> you gotta let him know. Yeah. Well, he's, a, he's way bigger and stronger than me, my brother. But he's got an overhand right that's, like, easy to telegraph, right? Like, he, he just he's has one move. Right. He comes at you with this big overhand right. So grab, I just grab his one hand, and then I tie him up like a pretzel, and then... He gets super mad. <laughs> so no one really gets hurt. No one gets That's hurt. That's good. No. I, I, I've taken punches, but I've never hit my brother in my life. Chris, you have a couple of brothers, don't you? I got a brother, yeah. Older or younger? Younger. Have you, do you, would you punch him? No, we've never gotten into it, him and I. Never once. He's never punched you? No, no. We've never gotten into have it. Have you had the, those kind of, like, have you fought? Like, Not verbally? with him and I. Him and I, never. How, how many years apart? Six. Oh, that's why. I guess we've just never gotten into it, him and I. Wait, is he? I'm sorry, is he older or younger? He's younger. He's younger. You would have crushed him. Oh, you don't want to fight your younger brother. No, never. But now he He'd kick my ass anyways, but I wouldn't. Now he would, right? Yeah. Yeah, but by the time that happened, you guys are both too old to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not doing that. We're done with that, I think. What about you for siblings? Your brother? I got a brother. We used to fight a little bit here and there. We got in little fist fights through the years up to like, I don't know, 16, 17, maybe. But, like, once we creeped up to, like, 1920, like, now it kind of all just went away. And it almost, like, because I used to hate him. Like, hate him. Like, I was, like, I remember telling my dad one time. I was, like, I wish he was dead. Stuff oh, like yeah. that. Like, 
And then they're older and like, I didn't, I couldn't, dude, I couldn't even tell you why I didn't like them. Right. Now, like looking yeah, back, yeah. I couldn't even, it's not that I can't remember. I don't even know what the problem was. Looking back, we just, for some reason, we weren't getting along. But he still, he is actually, uh, he's a bit of a, he was, was a bit of a scrapper in a sense of like, he had a bad temper. He fucking his fuse. If like if someone pushed him too far, if he some bully, he's the best thing through schools. Like kids would bully him to the point where he just fucking like turned into the Hulk and then like fucking like beat the shit out of like two or three guys all at once. Uh-huh. Like within seconds, this would happen. And uh, so he was like, he had a, he was he could fight actually. So yeah. like it was weird because uh, he like. Like he, like assholes would try to fuck with him, and then they just get the shit kicked out of him by him. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. But it, for me, it's like when I got older, he still had a hot temper, and I just when he, but I just, it'd always be about something nothing. It wouldn't be something to fight about. Like yeah. for me, so I just like I would just like um, redirect it. I just knew how to fucking just be chill about it. You know what I mean? Like I, I just when I got like when we got in our twenties, and if he like got fucking mad about something that was not worth being mad about in my eyes i would just be like okay dude yeah all right yeah okay i just try to calm him down i didn't yeah because yeah. i didn't i mean once i got once i got in my 20s i just, I just didn't want to like i i don't know i, li- I like the guy i don't want to i don't want to hit my brother yeah it's when, when we were kids me and my brother would fight all the time it was like wrestling you know like yeah. and I, you did like you wouldn't really hurt him he would, but he was younger, so he could hit me. Like, but but then, then you get older, and then it starts getting like more competitive. Like we're closer, and you're hurting each other, and you're wrecking your mom's stuff. Yeah, and she's crying in the room and stuff. And then you, me, that's what happened. Me and my brother, we, my mom was crying when we were fighting one time. We we're just like, ah, we're too old for this. We have to stop because we don't want to upset my mom anymore. You know, my brother used to have this bad habit. We'd watch TV like through. I was like twelve. He was thirteen years old about that time. And he would always like to be like, and I always like lie on the couch kind of thing, watch the TV in the corner of the house in the basement. He would be in front of the TV on his side and his one arm's holding his head up, his other arm's free. And during the show, all of a sudden, like, I, he's like, it's weird because like it, it'd almost be like he doesn't realize that I'm, he, for, it's almost like he forgets that I'm there. Oh. Like I'm watching, he forgets there's someone in the room watching TV with him oh, yeah. by himself, or maybe he wouldn't care if, if he knew I was there. But he, he would start. For, I couldn't believe that he did this. And he did this all the time. He start picking, he start picking his asshole. Because I could see he put his hand, he put his hand between his underwear and his butt cheeks, like his bum. So I thought, like at first, I'm thinking like, oh, he's just gonna scratch his butt cheek. But then this is he's like thirteen. I'm twelve. Then he'd go farther. I'm watching. Like now I'm because now I'm like, what the fuck's happening right now? Is this happening? And then I could tell, <laughs> I could tell he's actually picking his asshole. <sighs> he's scratching it, like finger to asshole. <sighs> Not like like I, we've all scratched our assholes like like uh, outside of our jeans. But he's in. He's like he's in the asshole. You gotta have a fabric layer between those, things. right? Uh, you're not wear, gonna wash that. Wear thing. a glove. This is like 1983. Okay. Yeah. Then I swear to God, and he and he didn't even sniff realize. It. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. You gotta sniff it. He take he take his hand out at some point, and then he would sniff his finger, and he'd go like this. He 
he just had to go back. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like holy shit, my finger. Almost knocked out. <laughs> yeah, he go, holy fuck, my fingers smell like shit. <laughs> yeah, they do, bro. Your fingers in your ass where your shit is. That's not the crazy part. Then he would the commercial would happen, and he because during commercials we used to always like think it would be fun to wrestle during the commercial, and then stop wrestling. And then watch TV again. But like this time, he's like he like he he's not realizing like his fingers are fucking got shit oh, on them. Shit. Yeah. It's like he's like, hey, let's wrestle. I'm like, hey, no, let's not. Your hand's been up your asshole. And he goes, what? Let's wrestle. Who cares? I'm like, are you fucking crazy? And I'd be running away from him, <laughs> and he'd be chasing me. And at one point, I remember one time. I had like he was trying to wrestle me, but I'm holding his one hand with both my other hands. It's like it was like they got shit on it. Like he's got shit. I'm holding it away from mom. Mom, Peter tried trying to touch me with his shit hand. Peter tried to touch me with his shit hand. <laughs> this is your older brother, right? He's my older brother, a year and a half older. But no, normally what I would do. This is the end of the story. I would just like I knew the commercial. I got I got wise, right? So I, he wasn't gonna stop putting his hand up his ass. So I just fucking as soon as I saw the commercial go on. <laughs> I'd run, I'd, I'd run to the bathroom and lock the door, and I'd wait. I'd sit there for like two minutes, and then as soon as I heard the TV shows back on, I knew you'd you watch. You were safe. I was yeah. safe, and I'd come back out. Like I just, I love that you're hiding in the bathroom. Like that's where he should be with his hands in his ass. He should be like, washing his hands. Flush in the bathroom. Scratch your ass and wash what your hands. What are you hands. doing? I couldn't. Do this. I don't know. I, it's, it, you know what? You know what the fucked up part too is like. I shouldn't have to deal with this. Like, it's just like, this is not, like, I, I guarantee no one else has this story. You're yeah, eight yeah. years old. You shouldn't have to deal with this. Like, no. You know, you know, um, I thought, um, I thought I had a real good time with my brothers and sisters, to be honest with you. And, uh, they have a very different memory of me. Like, oh, wow. my, my sister, my older sister, um, she's like a year and a half older than me. And she, uh, had nosebleeds because of how much, uh, like, uh, I, I would, uh, stress her out with the amount i made fun of her and stuff like that where i thought we were just joking around you know no way like i made her eat dirt and stuff and uh that's a good joke yeah <laughs> all i did was i say was like pretend it's a cereal commercial and then she starts eating chunks of dirt i'm like well, I, that was too easy you know it's like you can't blame me for everything but and then my brother you know i used to wrestle with him and i hurt him but like i would hurt him you know like i used him just like a doll you know right uh and that's i can understand him hating me to be honest <laughs> And uh, my little sister, I didn't think I had much to do with her, so I think I'm okay. With her you know? in her books? But the other two, yeah, they. Left, I, left, I thought we had an okay time, but uh, they didn't see it the same way. That's funny because yeah. I, I understand that. Like, my sister's like that too. She's like, you tortured me when we were kids. I'm like, what? I'm like, I protected you. We were good. She's like, yeah, you protected me. You wouldn't let no one else fucking beat me up, but you sure as hell would. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what my sister says too. I think she threw a pop can at my head one time, a full orange pop can. Damn. Yeah, that one really. Uh, but you know what? I you don't waste orange. You don't crush. know about those stories. Sometimes you think it tell a story like that forever. Like I remember that time my sister threw the pop can and hit me in the head, and then she's like, "You did that to me, you." You know, but you remember it backwards, right? You remember that? Yeah. They say most of what your memories are are wrong, like like almost all your memories are wrong. It's just yeah. a perception of. What you think happened? 100%, I yeah, we make false memories all the time. I yeah. I believe that to an extent, but I think the ones that are vivid in my mind, like I like from my childhood, I I don't think they're like, I don't think they're like uh, like different than what I think they like are. Like the one with Pete's ass fingers. Yeah, yeah like yeah, I'm like gonna that, ask him I about did, that. Like, oh yeah, like it's not like oh yeah, 
like, oh yeah, he was scratching his ear. I just made that so you no, know, you you can't. You see someone put their fingers in their asshole. You, yeah. That's that's in your brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? I am I almost got molested when I was twelve. I know exactly what happened that day. Yeah, you don't forget from the fucking uh, like. Uh, my brother threw a ball at my face when I was twelve too, and it hit my eyeball and it fucking popped out, and it looked like it was gonna fall on my head. It stayed like that for four years. Jesus, that was from a, your brother throwing something. At yeah, your yeah, head? the picture of my last yeah. album, Girl Penis. Yeah. That's for I didn't know that, that was, was like a, a nerf. Uh, it was squishy nerf ball. He under he threw it underhanded to me, and it fucking touched my eyeball. Just touched it. Just the way it hit it. it just touched. I, I wasn't ready for it. Like uh, like because he's like he goes Manolis and he throws it already. I look as I look, it was like perfect. It was right there, ready to hit my eye yeah. as I turned my head and it touched my eye. It watered and it stayed like that for four years. And they said I had a thyroid problem, which I didn't. I took I I took a bunch of thyroid medication for four years, and it didn't. It, I think my head got bigger and my eye went into my head a bit. That's what I think happened. Did but it make you? Did it make you slow? Did it make you, or or did it make you like wound up? The thyroid stuff. Do you remember? You- I can't remember what the thyroid. I think I felt like maybe more mellow, maybe, but I I was definitely taking medication that I didn't need it. Yeah, yeah. Because they were wrong. Looking yeah. back, look, I'm like. Like, oh, this is because of thyroid. No, a fucking ball hit the eye and it popped out instantly. Yeah. No, so how the fuck is this thyroid? Yeah. You're saying like, you're saying like kids get hit with balls all the time, and they're, and then they their eye stay in the socket. It's just I my thyroid problem got activated as On the ball day. hit, as the ball hit it at that exact moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously it's not a fucking yeah. thyroid problem. Yeah, you fucking stupid, idiots. Yeah. They but, screw up everything. But I never, yeah, yeah, they do. I never gave my fucking brother a hard time about that ever. Never like you, like I've like you ruined my life. Everybody think I, I people called me Igor for four years. Wow. Oh, I was thinking I was back. in special ed. Because, oh, because of that. Uh, no, I was going. I was I was in special ed for two weeks, <laughs> and then that happened. <laughs> and then picture day was like like. <laughs> I was in special like, two weeks away goes that happens and like picture then it was picture day like a couple weeks later, like that was the fucking peak of the eye popping out of my head. Oh man, yeah. that's when it was at like its biggest. Biggest and oh, like man. you look at it, you've seen that you guys have seen the picture. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I have the real picture at home because people don't believe, like they're like. It's a great picture though. Yeah, they probably it's think almost had, worth it. I bet they thought you had Graves disease. Graves disease. Never heard, you of, heard that? of that. No. no, makes your eyes bulge out like that. Okay, and it's thyroid thing. I think. But you look if you see my look at my right eye, you can see it's still a little bigger. A little bit. Like yeah, I looked for it. I looked for it as soon as I saw that girl penis picture because I looked for it in your in your today face. Oh uh, yeah, it's, and you have uh, to search for it. Apparently, it gets it can get a little bigger. Like I think Patrick says, when I'm drunk, you can notice it more. Really? Yeah. yeah but if you never saw that picture of you as a kid, you'd never know. No, but there's a there. It's a I don't. It's weird because I was like just young enough too, because I should have been in grade five, but I was in special ed. I don't hold you then, but like my eye fucking like. I, I think it was like a couple of days later. I didn't even. I wasn't. I didn't even think about it. I, like I almost forgot about it. And to, except people would call me Igor, and yeah. I'm like, oh, and I and I'm like, I'm that's kind. It's so funny because I, I I'm this kind of person where people would be like, hey Igor, or like hey Igor, and then this uh, other kid I was hanging out with one time, and he's like, and I forgot that my I forgot that everybody was calling me Igor. I forgot that was my name almost right. And he's like. 
oh, is that guy talking to you? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. People call me Igor because of my eye thing. He's like, oh. I'm like, I for- I would forget that I had a fucking eye problem. Yeah, yeah. Like it didn't bo- literally didn't bother me ever. I mean, I never gave my brother a hard time about it. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to fucking touch my bulging eye with his shit fingers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The nerve of him. The nerve of him, yeah. We should get him back. Yeah, you want to do that? We shouldn't throw a Nerf ball in his eye. Yeah. He'd never see it coming now. No, he wouldn't. Or put your shit fingers in his face. (laughs) What the fuck was that for? You know what it was for, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Now we're even. Yeah. It's... uh, You know, I have have two daughters, right? And you... um, like you think girls are gross? No, you think girls are not gross. And guys, then you have you think guys are gross, right? Right. And then you have girls and you're like, they might be grosser. They they might even really? be grosser. Yeah. They clean themselves up a lot for us, eh? Like they do a lot of they don't like but when you have like daughters, they don't give a flying fuck. Right. You know, like they're not they, trying to impress you. No, they're not trying to impress their dad. They they don't give a care about you. So like they you see how gross they can be and it's gross, you know? But you can't say nothing because they're super sensitive. Like they're very sloppy, like uh, like uh, like just disgusting um, hygiene habits as far as like the way they live and stuff. That could just be being <laughs> young too, you know. I don't know, but it's gross. Uh, and uh, like, uh, I, and I, I could go like at every age of their life, you know, like uh, little girls, like ba- like to to like grown ups. Th- gross at every level like all the stuff that they women hide from you like i don't want to embarrass them you know right right but uh yeah it's, infants toddlers yeah like they clean it like if like it's it's yuck you know like i you know like if you think of a man you know how gross we can be sure and put an extra hole onto it you know <laughs> it's gonna be that much grosser isn't That's it funny yeah, That's yeah. Funny that <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Anyway, we didn't get to any of the robot jokes, and we didn't get to any of the uh, any of the stuff uh, that we were supposed to. We didn't get to feedback. Oh shit! Don't. Anyway, that's all because I don't have a guy running my board, and and because we had great guests, so we're going to do that next week. But if you do want to give me a piece of feedback, uh, go to. Oh shit! That's not the right one. If you want to give me a piece of feedback. Go to live from the Dutch Hall gmail.com or the Dutch Hall gmail.com or go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any of that stuff. Uh, give us a message. Let us know what you think of the show. And uh, we will read your um, feedback on air. Feedback. Come on, play. Uh, this is what Kevin always says. Play from the... Okay. Um, but that is it for this week. I'd like to thank my guest, Chris Adiranti. Hello. And Manolo Santanos for coming in. Can we tell people how they can follow you on the socials or anything? Uh, yeah, my uh, <clears throat> just my Instagram is at you give it because I don't like using my real name on Instagram because I, I like to get in fights with people on Instagram and I don't like knowing where I'm actually from in my name. So you're you give it? Yeah, it's you give it. Like oh, y- you give it. Y-A-G-I-V-E-I-T. I've seen it, but I never ever. That's me, baby. Yeah. And Twitter, I don't have anymore. I got kicked off of Twitter, so you can't find me there for now. But I'll, I'll let you know, Pete, if that ever happens. But that's me, baby. Cool. Thanks. You give it. And Manolo Santano, so you can look for his album, Girl Penis. And you have a new, do you have new stuff out now, too? Um, I'm working with Tyler Shazma tomorrow looking at my new album I just recorded. So hopefully it'll be out soon. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so keep a look for that. I'm going to call that one. I think I'm calling it The Internet Took It. The Internet Took It? Yeah. It's a line from my dad. He used to say to me. Yeah, yeah. From a... It's, the phone you know, message. The phone message. But uh, yeah, if you just type Manolis Zontanos, M-A-N-O-L-I-S, Z-O-N-T-A-N-O-S, on anything, you'll find me. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and go see these guys if you're out. Uh, go support live comedy and see these guys. They're good. To, they're great to watch. And until next week, we will see you NT. Uh, see you next Thursday. Thanks, guys. Thank you. train ride before imprisoning imprisoning you what's That's the difference very funny what's the difference between doug ford and a date rapist hello how are you date rapist gets you drunk before he fucks you <laughs> well that sounds fantastic hey jane says you're hot. i'm chris nice to meet you i forget sometimes so just you know but yeah where are you going, Manolis? Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Wonderful.